0: Yo yo yo, welcome everybody to the Nifty Nomads Podcast, episode two, where we jump into a whole bunch of fun. Yeah, what are we on what do we got today, Ben? We're
1: we're taking you on a train to the airport, to the rocket, to the mission, (laughs) to Web3 entrepreneurship. We're taking you on a
0: boat, (laughs) on a train. It's like a cat in a hat. (laughs) <laughs>
1: freaking book! Anyone who's listening is hearing us work out our intro. For, I wonder what episode we'll really have it locked down. Is it gonna be like six, ten, Hopefully maybe? Never. Who knows? We're just figuring it out by never. the seat of our pants. I
0: hope this is something that just lasts. Never, forever. just different every time.
1: <laughs> but what's up, everybody? Uh, we're we're Miles and Ben from Nifty Nomads. Uh, we're here on our mission to empower web three entrepreneurship and super excited to talk today about building your NF team. Oh,
0: yeah. ooh The NF teams. I like that because, you know, that is definitely a, a major play in, in this NFT space right here. The, the team is, I would say, pretty much the, the number one foundation of what a project is now. I think we've all caught on to like art is good. We, we all have appreciation for art that still relies heavily on the team utility they could talk about all this doxing there's just so much that goes into what builds an nf team and um what makes that successful that's gonna be a it's kind of the jam
1: exactly we're learning all like we're learning all the lessons on our journey it's it's not as easy as one might think because from the outside it's just like oh you just get your marketing your artists and whatever you move forward it's like there's a lot that goes into these things especially if you want it to be sustainable because you know like You could probably scrape together a quick project if it's just like a hype thing, but if you're looking to build a business that that impacts the space, it takes a lot. Just
0: the space in general. I think it's so funny how at some point these project team members end up being like crypto Twitter influencers in their own right. You know, CT is just strange space overall, but that's such a funny nuance to it is just the... Like, oh, yeah, I, I built this awesome project, and now uh, I'm somewhat famous in the space because of it. And it's like, okay.
1: Exactly. Then once you get that initial clout, you can keep making shit happen from there. So it's kind of the beginning is always the hardest part. Before we, we dive into what it takes to build a team, let's, let's give people a quick update of, of what's going on in our world. Speaking of team, without announcing the name yet, we did lock down our artists yesterday. Uh-huh. So that's super exciting news I want to share with everybody and I don't know when people are going to be hearing this finally, but yesterday was February 28th, just don't 2022. Date it. Tomorrow, whenever record. you
0: hear this, you're tomorrow. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. We are timeless.
1: <laughs> we'll just bleep out the date. Yesterday was beep. <laughs> but yeah, that's super dope. And that's, that's a huge step for us. So I'm I'm really excited about that. That's, that's one missing piece of our team that we really needed to move this forward. So Super stoked yeah. on that. You know,
0: it's such a an integral part, obviously, of the, the NFT space. Like I said, the the art is a huge foundational piece to to what it is and what a successful project looks like. But also, you just everyone expects at least dope art for them to get behind. That's it's almost the number one feeling emotional tie that we all have. We can say all the other things, utility wise, value, but at some point, it's just how much do I like this? If I think it looks dumb, it better have everything else behind it and you know, uh, a good artist is harder to come by than I, I would have expected. Not going to lie, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially because there's plenty of good artists, but ones that are either interested in NFTs or know what to do as far as like generative art, which which is, let's just to clarify for everyone, generative art is just one type of NFT art. It could be another style where they just do individual pieces, but that's what we were looking for. So finding someone who's like in the space interested in it great artist it's was, it was a tough tough journey but um perseverance and grit got us there and now we're locked someone down who's really awesome so whenever we can announce that person we will but for now we'll just keep it anonymous because that's what the space yes. is anyway
0: how deep into nfts do you think the artist has to be because i know that's a big question obviously digital art is there was a huge world and it's so good that nfts have been able to bring some recognition to that space there's definitely a gap between how deep an artist is in the nft world
1: i would say like it's very good to have you don't need them to be deep in the space you can find an amazing artist who is just really good at what they do and you can explain things to them and if they're interested enough and, and see the future of nfts you can walk them through the process but it's definitely ideal to have someone who at least has been keeping their eye on this space, right? So they understand what like, what this all is. It's not just like a collection of art. There's actually building a community and you're having this utility behind it. Because kind of similar to when we speak to investors who don't really understand the space. It's also kind of hard to get an artist on board if they're not seeing what's going on. Because I know certain artists, myself personally, who are dope artists, but they're like, yo, this NFT shit's a scam. I just want to draw on the paper and like I don't I don't want to get involved in all that. So I would say it's definitely super beneficial to find people who are at least personally interested even if they're not making things in this space yet at least have a personal interest to kind of that shows they understand what's happening
0: it's you'd also don't want to convince someone you you want someone like with buy-in the initial what if it doesn't
1: work dude you're like,
0: all right you look, here, here's and we, we can get into how you convince people and even what payment looks like and stuff like that but when you're first hiring someone it's important to kind of see how invested are they going to be in this project how like, hey, we're kinda looking for a teammate and you know, this is something that we want to see a long-term relationship with. Or you can, hey, I'm gonna hire you to do a job. Once you're done, you can go and I'll do the rest from there, which I mean works for a lot of teams, to be honest. Yeah,
1: it's true. You don't necessarily need them to be a member, although it like a lot of what this space is, a lot of what NFTs is, is, is putting money and like recognition back in the pocket of the creator. So I think it's cool to have an artist that's kind of like on board on the team rather than just like outsourcing to Fiverr or whatever. That's just a personal preference, but it can be done the other way. But if they know the NFT space, they understand the risks that go along with it that like not every product is going to make it. And, but that's what kind of where the compensation comes into. And we won't dive into the numbers, but we could talk a little bit about what we did with the compensation options. You want to, you want to share a little bit about what we, what we came up with with that?
0: Yeah. uh, I think a lot of what we had to put in was we want to, and I think this goes as far as like the, the NFT community itself is that we, we highly value artists and we want for the most part to reward an artist for what they do. It just gets kind of foggy on how teams actually do those things. So what Ben Ryan and I for for BU Labs, what we kind of came up with was an approach of just general options based on what we've seen in the space, because a lot of what is normal is you can either upfront pay someone if you're hiring them to do a job, and then whether you pay them half at start, half after kind of thing. And then the other way is mint out, you know, when you're selling your project and they, they get a percentage of the mint. So that, that's a, usually a big one because that's a, a risk, but there's also a, a big reward to that. You know, we all know the gains that come from a successful NFT drop. So high risk, high reward. And then, you know, there's the also conversation of royalties and, and what do royalties look like? I, I think that's for more conversations when someone's actually going to be invested into the project. They want to be in the long term, they, they, they're staked in this success. So royalties is a whole nother conversation that teams have to look into and they have to communicate clearly, you know? That's something, if we don't, right. we end up, we've seen some projects get just dragged for just for not communicating what they're doing with their royalties. So those are three important things to keep in mind. And what we did for BU Labs was kind of create a little options of a mix and, and see some with the ultra high risk of like, only in, on mint out, if you want just the mint only, it's like, okay, you get a certain percentage based on that. If you want some of security where you get a certain couple thousand dollars upfront, and then you get a percentage of mint out, then we balance that out. And then we had an option for royalties and, and okay, if you want, you get some royalties, you get a lower percentage of mint, and then you get some upfront money just so, you know, you have every, we all have bills to pay. So we we totally understand. And I think that was a great approach that we we pulled together to show that like, hey, it's more up to you as the artist of what you are comfortable with as far as like risk levels. But also, you know, we we do need to be straightforward and you need to communicate these numbers up front because nothing's worse in this space than just not paying your artist, really.
1: Yeah, just like waiting till there's a lot of money and then trying to negotiate how much people get. Like everyone's mind is clouded when there's a lot of money in the mix. So just one thing I'll say is to take away from all of this is just sort out the money stuff at the foundational level of the project of the business, because it gets much harder to have those conversations. Once the money's in the bank, people aren't thinking as clearly as beforehand, but the artists have actually been super receptive to that. Like the ones we shared that with, they loved that we presented the options like that because again, to your point, based on the level of risk and belief they have in the project, they do what's comfortable for them. And they're all solid options. It's just like, we're not just so rigid and saying, here's what we're offering, take it or leave it. It's good to show those options because of how many different ways you can pay someone. So that's dope. Um, I want to take a step back and ask you a question just about the overall project teams. Yeah. In, in a, I guess, Let's try to try to bang this out in a minute or less. The, the super speed
0: Got it. question. Okay, go for it.
1: Who do you need on a project team for an NFT project? And what do those roles play out? Oh my
0: God. <laughs> that's, that's a one minute rush.
1: Okay. That's a one minute rush, all right, bro. All right, all right, all right.
0: So numbers, like top, top level, you have to have artists, devs, marketing. That is number one trifecta of like the basis because when it comes to mods and community managers, that you can you can kind of fill in from OG kind of supporters of the group you can get people friends. you can also like the marketing people can kind of support with some of that but you do you can get all that after but starting out you need someone to do the art you need a developer for the mint site and the smart contracts you know smart contract developers i mean they're hot commodity right now they and rightly so they're it ain't gonna be cheap yeah Yeah, definitely not (laughs) Uh, Ryan, we appreciate you wherever you are. Thanks <laughs> for that. And marketing—it's um, not a surprise that marketing sells projects right now. It's an entire economy built on hype right now. Everyone's jumping on the next shiniest thing, no matter how great your your product is, your utility, whatever. Unless you're doing something freaking groundbreaking or you, you know, guerrilla marketing style, changing it up. But for the most part, those are—I mean—you need it mods and, and project managers, project slash p- product managers. You know, there's a lot of things that come to that good utility. Then you get into tokenomics and things like that. There's a lot of other ways to go about it, but I'd say underlying artist devs market trifecta.
1: Yeah, exactly. Great answer, by the way. And to your point, like, yeah, you can pretty much get away with just artist dev and marketing. If you're just doing a project of just 10,000 pieces of art. Right. But what well, you mentioned at the end with like the project manager and product manager, That really comes into play, especially we're learning now when you have utility behind the project, which you should these days. If you don't have anything, it's probably not going to make it, to be honest. The fad of just having collectible art, I think, is kind of phasing out and you need something behind it. And when that comes, like you might have a dope artist, but maybe they're not the best at thinking of like a a customer experience or what people will really benefit from or doing market research and surveying your community, right? So – when you're getting into the whole like utility side of things, it's important to have someone focusing on the product like yourself and then you having someone to kind of bring all the pieces together like a product manager like myself to kind of keep, keep it moving because then you start having a lot of pieces of the equation. And if you don't track it and keep it organized, it just fizzles away into into the (laughs) dust and you lose track of all of it it's a lot
0: (laughs) yeah i mean let's be real we we know any business at least if you think of it as a business and and expect long-term growth a lot of these projects i mean they can get away with the the top three and like you said drop an nft figure out the rest probably make a bunch of promises and hopefully you know some of them come true and and then when you start thinking longevity and and accountability is it's tough you know we have people just because someone's a great dev doesn't mean they're always on time doesn't mean that they're they're able to keep track of all the projects there's a lot of things moving there's a lot of moving pieces there's you know time differences how many times have have we had to work out (sighs) giant gaps of all right this person's like 12 hours from now and who's going to manage the deliverables on this end and timelines they're dreaming right now (laughs) we're (laughs) full
1: force right
0: so it's tough and
1: yeah and as far as like one major thing i'll say just for teamwork and this this really goes deeper into life just relationships in general is like Communication is really everything. And I know that's like cliche, but it's so important. And and I think this is why it's good. Like today we have our monthly meeting where we kind of step back and reflect on like what's working, what's not working, what our goals are. If you just keep like grinding along, grinding along every day, and like stay in the weeds, I think people kind of fail to express certain things about what they're looking for in the product, what expectations are and, and kind of where there's room for improvement. Right. But if you're communicating all this to each other and having that transparency, everyone understands where each other's at, and that's kind of where alignment is built. And without alignment, you got it—you could have a badass team of like five to seven people just working their asses off in different directions. Just imagine like a tug of war. They're all working <laughs> in different directions, just like putting tension on the rope, right, instead of all working together to like move this ship. So the communication is I think really, really important just to make things move along.
0: You know what you know what's so funny? It's it's very ass backwards. When I was first getting into the NFT space, I considered large project teams weaker or like less approachable or less appealing than the small project teams which now I'm, I'm coming to realize that the, now the bigger the team, I'm like, yeah, it looks like they actually have uh, enough bandwidth to pull something off. But early early 2020 NFT projects, it was like, all right, this team strangely has five members. What do they need five members for?
1: Now right, you're like, right, I right. hope
0: they have 20, please. Yeah,
1: they, exactly. Because it's like, yeah, we have like 30 designers and uh, 50 artists. <laughs> Spr- and, uh, <laughs> right, I don't care how they <laughs> split it.
0: Developers. I don't give a crap how you guys split it at that point. Pay however you want. That means you're actually trying to put like produce something, which is really now a hot commodity too.
1: Yeah, and really, it's fine if they have a lot of people on board. I just want to see like a well-oiled machine because you have a lot of people. You just got to make sure they're all working together. Like even us, like with our team, we we've, we've been working together for almost six months now, which is crazy how fucking fast everything is moving. Because whoa, but we really are learning you know each other and like how to work together we've gone through some growing pains and getting to that point but i think right now we all really have a good communication style and are good at kind of getting aligned on what we're doing and kind of moving together in the same direction that takes some time so it's like what i like to see in a project is that even if there's a lot of people there's good kind of collaboration among them and alignment because again, I'll, I'll stress it again, like without alignment, you can have a bunch of really talented people just going all in the wrong direction and nothing really gets accomplished.
0: Yeah. And you know what? And I, I guess this brings me to my question of you. You're you're particularly a, a fantastic person at networking and you, your network is just incredible sometimes. I don't know. I mean, it's it's also exhausting. But <laughs> <Thank> so, <you laughs> so how do you and, and how do our, our listeners, how do you find... Uh, these project team members like what what are you what are you using
1: right I guess there's a few ways to look at this like I mean me particularly I've been networking for years now like I've run tech networking events so I kind of like have been building my network in the background so some people might already have people they can start reaching out to as far as needs for a project but if you don't already have a network established I would say like there's two there's three things I would say and I'll, I'll go a little bit into each without diving too deep, but I would say Twitter, Discord, and in-person events is like a great rounded approach. Because on Twitter, this is like, I've had a Twitter since 2013. I haven't really used it at all until 2021 because that's just when it became, oh, everyone in the NFT space, Twitter is the spot to talk and collaborate and really figure things out. And if you if you follow a bunch of people in the NFT space, which isn't too hard, like find one person, even like follow me or Miles and then like just see who we're following. And more people you see with avatars as the profile picture, just follow those type of people. And then once you follow a lot of them, you'll see a lot of Twitter spaces happening throughout the whole day. And they're often on there talking about NFTs, uh, like project opportunities, having people come up on stage and share project ideas. So it would be a great, like just starting point to virtually start meeting with some people, engage interest on what you're looking for and where you might find them. And from that, you can join discord communities of existing projects, which you really like and kind of just be part of the conversation there. And usually in a lot of these discord channels, there's an opportunity, like there's a certain channel where you can share project ideas or whatever that is. But either way, if you're just communicating with people on a regular basis, even if you time block an hour of your day, we're like, I'm going to go on discord and just like brainstorm with people. Then you start building your network specifically within the NFT space. And you can start finding people who might be interested in collaborating with you on your project. And then lastly in-person events this one's pretty easy i mean it's easy to say because we're in the new york city that's that's, because we yeah we we love it yeah and it's new york city like people might be listening not from new york city like minnesota i don't know what your events look like but the good news (laughs) is if you go on meet if you go up a meetup or eventbrite and just search nfts like there's a, a bunch of virtual events and Depending on the area you're at, you can find physical events, and that's where you can just go talk to people and just kind of even learn some things about the space and maybe spark some ideas. I would say those are like some main things for me as far as finding product teams and getting ideas out there. I'll pass it back to you to see if you have any other thoughts or
0: ideas on, on where people can find teams. I just pay for all my friends on Fiverr. That's what I. It's, <laughs> it's like need a, an Upwork, you know? It's like you need a developer, Upwork. You need an artist, Fiverr. You need no. <laughs> i just buy all the like,
1: i'm friends. the sole project team you're like the project team is me it's me
0: i get all of the stuff yeah
1: <laughs> it's possible it's not it's not impossible you could do i that.
0: guarantee at this rate someone has pulled it off i wouldn't be surprised i mean it's almost True. guaranteed rug pull at that level of um ad. just th- that level of, of network support I- i'm sure it's one person who's pretty much paid off a whole bunch of people. And it, you know, it takes money to make money where we're, we're seeing it in the space. Some of these big projects they need, you know, it's expensive to also start a successful project. So, uh, so
1: what if, yeah. what if you're on a limited budget? I'll, I'll ask you that question too. What if you really have a low budget, but a great idea and a collaborative spirit?
0: Uh, then you, you have to, you have to find people who are deep in the space, who also believe in the same vision. So it's also a lot of the same conversation as what you were saying, a lot of the talking and more that probably leans more into like the discords and, and, and the personal relationships of like, right. Hey, like I, you know, they they'll probably need a, a full-time job on the other side of it so that they can pay bills and stuff. But you know, it, it really comes in. Must into, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> you're not, you're not really in it. You know, until you
1: yeah until you quit your job you're not
0: legit in this space ryan we're waiting for you bro (laughs) (laughs) right and yo there's i'm hearing it more and more too i was just there was just a um all right well i can't say what company he works for but it's uh it's a major tech company fang level and he was just saying oh i'm gonna quit and and get into nfts so many people just gonna this developer, I, I mean, if we have, if you have the budget, you could start sharking people from Google if you really wanted to. It's Go true. Ahead.
1: Like if people want to be part of this, like it's exciting. It's like the next, I always say it's like the next internet boom of the 90s when the internet was taken off. This is so much of the same shit. People are saying, people were saying the internet was a scam back then. Like all the same kind of conversations, it's the same cycle happening again. But the people who believed the early investors, the early adopters, They made it in this life because they saw the vision. And that's where I think we all stand is like we see something others don't. And we've even had conversations with people who don't share the vision and it's been tough conversations trying to convince them, but some people, they just don't want to see it. And that's okay. Like we got to like move on to the people who are willing to be part of this. Cause if you're listening to this, you're obviously like interested in the space and that's a great starting point because this is happening and whether or not you think NFTs is a bubble like this space isn't going anywhere. Maybe the art alone piece might be a bit of a bubble, but like NFTs, Web three, this is just the beginning. And that just a little tangent, but it's just it's no, it yeah. reminds me why I'm really excited about all this. Yeah,
0: you mean you mean you don't love explaining to investors that were around during the internet age so how this is around the same thing, and they're just like explain NFTs. So just don't have see have it. So much fun. Like, how can you sell ten thousand to? to people like there's like there's like, how, like why would someone
1: buy it for $300 like I said, like <laughs> we, we're talking to investors that we said like we're selling for 0.1 ether like who would buy one of these things for $300 and then we shared our screen we're like look at the board API club the cheapest one is $230,000 like oh this conversation's over I'm like yo you were there for the internet boom how are you not seeing this <laughs> Right, like yeah, this is the same thing.
0: But you know what? It's you, I, I always laugh. You get all those people, even during the internet boom. It's like, oh, I'm not putting my credit card on a computer. And it, okay, you're. This is where you are right now. You're you're that person who's afraid to put your credit card on your computer for whatever reason. And it's like you're just not at the adoption level. And you know it's cool, but. Oh man, those are tough conversations.
1: Those are the hardest conversations. And, and like they're discouraging, but it just reminds me like we just <laughs> are talking to the wrong people at this point. Like, because we, we've always said from the beginning, we just want to be talking to like investors, collaborators who already see the Web3 thing. They see the NFT thing. But we and we found ourselves in some conversations with people who are just old school and don't see it. And those, those are tough because they asked some questions where I'm like, dude, at some point, I don't got the answer for you. It's just more of like a you gotta see what's happening here. I can't, I can't make you see it. Yeah.
0: And and you know this, I this goes into our, our last last week's conversation on investments. You, it, you really got to find the right people for you. Not all of them are gonna be it, and it's good to just get those conversations out and really figure out what these, what really works. So that's good in itself. As far as project team members, it's almost. It's almost the same thing, and like finding the right team members. I mean, you, we we went through a lot of individuals, and it's not just artists; it's not just developers. It, you really got to find the right players to make something, to make some real magic, and make some things work. And some of those trial and errors are really rough. You know, it, it might cost you some serious time, might cost you some serious money. It, it comes down to just like how are you finding these people, and what do you? What are you putting in the relationship too?
1: Right, because I mean you're building a brand from scratch. That's not easy, and there are gonna like you said you you'll go down the path with the wrong people. Like we we've had some people we kind of started work with even from the early days before you came on board. Like there were some people I was working with that seemed like it was going in the right direction. Then I kind of had to step back and realize it wasn't really aligned. Yeah, it costs time, and you have to course correct, but nothing worthwhile. Is easy to build. That's what everyone needs to realize. And there's so many points that have been really hard for us where we could have just been like, we're giving up. Like let's go back to just working jobs. Like, but we don't do that because we understand that nothing worthwhile is easy. And if you're willing to like push through and when things don't go wrong, don't go right, just figure out a solution to keep moving forward. That's what sets you apart and what gets you to the point of success. I think most people will give up because I mean, from personal experience, this is not easy at all, and it's not always the fun stuff. It's fun when we're like jamming about like the theme of our NFTR and like all (laughs) that, but there's so much not fun stuff as far as just business. So you got to be able to push through all that to get to the other side and have something that you're really proud of and that makes a difference in this space. And to me, that's
0: all worth it. And obviously, to you too, because if it wasn't. You wouldn't still be yeah. here. <laughs> and you know what? Kudos to all of our young entrepreneur, the young kids in the space that are pulling off some of these projects and just making shit work. And I know I have a, like all my experiences to kind of lean on. I can't imagine if I was just just figuring all of it out on the go. Yeah,
1: yeah. like building a business from scratch at 17, dude. I was in the woods smoking <laughs> weed, bro. Like I wasn't doing anything useful. I wasn't productive <laughs> No. Yeah. It's crazy. But I also think about like, that's we'll touch on that quickly. Cause I've been thinking about that. If you're like 17 or you're in high school and you build a project and you make millions, are you ready for that yet? It goes back to like Justin Bieber or all these early child stars that make a ton of money. And then like they get DUIs and go down this bad path. Cause they're like, it's, they're not ready for that yet. I feel like I'm 30 and I'm, I, I'm ready for the success. Cause I've, I've, I've learned a lot in my life yet. I just wonder how that might impact someone like on a psychological level who's that young and like makes a ton of money. And then I I don't know, it's probably a good thing. gives them opportunity, but it might have some pitfalls
0: too. Yeah. I I have some fun stories of even just that e-commerce boom, which I mean, even that boom changed the world. You know, like how many Shopify stores popped up out of nowhere during that time, Facebook ads took off and uh, there was a lot of young entrepreneur millionaires that came out of that and buying Lamborghinis and helicopters and, mansions (laughs) islands yeah it was it was that was another fun time I, i i was glad i got to play in that space too yeah do you have any final finals for our viewer what do you what do you got for us
1: around the project team i would just say get out there put yourself out there get your ideas out there i mean of course i gotta just say If you have product ideas and you want to share, join our discord. It's in the, it's in the show notes. And this is a lot of what we're trying to do is just provide a hub where people can find product team members and build something in the space. So get out there, join discords, come to events and just don't be shy because it's, it's, it's all new. It's all scary, but we're all new together. So don't be intimidated. Like everyone's new. So it's okay. We're all trying to help each other get to the top.
0: Yo, wag me. Uh, on on that note, final final, we we did have our a really nice Twitter space last week that I almost forgot mm. to mention for our listeners, and it kind of gets the ball rolling, which is good. We're going to start kicking off more of those, so we do have one this week, and expect a lot more coming soon. So be sure to check it out, oh yeah, everyone, and we'll we'll catch you next week.
1: Absolutely, have a great week, y'all.
0: Until then, wag me. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? I'm, I'm just gonna end it here yeah, Ciao good... everyone
1: <laughs> Peace y'all <laughs> We'll get our cadence don't you worry <laughs>